Blog Talk Radio. It's a bit of a little old new mix, that is. So um, bear with me and the crazies. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. fracking details, but it is one of those nights where I feel the need to uh, tell you we got a great show for you tonight, folks, so don't discount that, don't discount anything. Please welcome to the show, folks, a lady who is the godmother of WFC and awesome wrestling fandom, the godmother to wrestler and fan alike, Granny Hoaxer. Well, hello, B-Train. How are you this evening? Well, I guess guess it's morning. I guess it's morning where you're at up in New York, but it's still evening here for me in Arkansas. Well, technically, it's close to being morning, Nanny, um, but I'm, I'm doing well. Um, <clears throat> got, I'm getting things in order for Mania, and when I get in this mode, folks, trust me, I've been doing it since WrestleMania 20, technically. Um, I uh, I got to say, folks, it's WrestleMania season. We're going to get into that fairly quickly. We're going to kick off the show with a SmackDown Live review. Buckle up, folks.
SmackDown Live was in Wichita. And Granny, from the very get-go, SmackDown Live started off very explosive. Becky Lynch, you know, she's not one to shy away now, folks. I mean, it used to be hard to get a word out of Becky. But now she did say Asuka was on fire. She was undoubtedly the best in NXT. But I am that much better than her. That folks, yes, I, I mean, very much so. It, it remains to be seen, Granny, because I mean, you don't know what. Thus far, dude, in 2019, she has been up and down. Becky has. I mean, she did lose the title. Thank you, Ronda Rousey. You can you can thank Ronda for that. Um, so Oscar comes out. And I, like I said, Phil, sometimes I really have a hard time understanding what she's saying. But I think it's along the lines of make the train lasagna and cheesecake. You know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> she, I, I just know that Oscar was kind of incited by what Becky had said. And it's like, you know, I, I don't blame Oscar for coming out there and trying to delegate, you know, hey, I'm the champion. This is, you know... I didn't, you know, just sit here for how many months on end where a lot of people were saying Oscar should be the champion, Oscar should be the champion. Granny, we've seen the progression of Becky Lynch and we've seen the progression of Oscar. Yes, both have become champion. We knew great things were going to come out of both when they came out of NXT. We just, I mean, I honestly, Granny, when I saw Becky Lynch in WWE, I thought to myself, well, Hopefully she doesn't uh, stay in Charlotte's shadow. And she dispelled that at Evolution. So, I don't know. This Sunday is going to be fairly interesting, folks. Not just in that regard, because... Charlotte came out and she didn't make any matters easier. I think she provoked the two of them. Because... Oh, I think so, too. I think that was all part of Charlotte's plan... I don't know because she's now entering herself in a 30 women Royal Rumble, which should be very interesting at Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona. You had Naomi versus Mandy, and if it was not for Sonya Deville, that match pretty much was in the bag for Naomi. I think you might see that, folks. It's a kickoff show on Sunday in Phoenix. I don't know where they're going to place it, but it's going to be interesting because Mandy Rose has been playing the bitch factor, as I like to call it. Uh, meddling in someone's marriage, trying to make, you know, Naomi and her husband, Jimmy, just absolutely hate each other. And it's not like, you know, she almost, she may have succeeded at Jimmy been like, you know what, I have second thoughts, I'm married, I can't do this shit. Um, it was great. It was a great angle, great whatever. But to tell you the truth, folks, I think if it were not for her compa- or compatriot, uh, Sonya Deville sitting at ringside Andy would have been dust fairly quickly I'm sure I'm sure uh, I mean I know so she you would have been I, I Naomi doesn't yeah, mess with there. anybody I mean you and you don't mess with Naomi I mean you know you get on Naomi's yeah. bad side you better watch yourself that's all I got to say because I thought it was she Serena don't take Williams no crap from nobody. She hit on Mandy. 
<clears throat> so you had, let's see here, The Miz versus Cesaro and Sheamus at ringside. Shane came down as well. And I got to say, Granny, I don't think it was wise of uh, Shane to try this high-risk maneuvers that he loves to do. I mean, I, I know Sh- uh, Shane loves to live <laughs> life, but holy hell. Shane, I love you to pieces, dude, but, like, what you're doing, it's... You need to protect I, your body gonna... because, I mean... <laughs> yes. Thank you, Granny. I mean, um, I, I see him do these stunts, and I'm like, dude, I, I'm not sure how old Shane McMahon is because I don't remember but at this point in time, but it hurts me to watch him do what he does sometimes. You know, and I'm like, like the coast to coast or the coast to to hurt. (laughs) Yes, the coast to cake last week. I was like, on his birthday, I guess that's what Shane loves. I'm like, dude, did um, yeah, he's taken a lot, folks, over the years. He's suplexed Kurt Angle through glass. He has (laughs) elbow dropped Big Show off the Tron. There's just several things that he's done that you go, holy hell, holy shit is more like it. Um, Okay, so Mustafa Ali, the recap versus him, uh, him versus Samoa Joe. I got to say, Granny, if you don't bite off more than you can chew is what I'm going to tell Mustafa Ali. You're a tiny dude, uh, and I don't discount tiny guys at all, but, uh, dude... Samoa Joe, you've got Samoa Joe, Randy Orton, and several other men entering in the 30-man battle royal. Samoa Joe is one of the wild cards that I may see going far in the Royal Rumble. I'm not sure. But uh, what he did to Mustafa Ali, let's just say you shouldn't poke the bear, and Samoa Joe being the bear in this case, don't poke him with a stick, Mr. Ali, because you say you don't understand whatever. You got to do what you got to do. You used to be a police officer. Yeah, Joe used to be a security guard as well for high-end, you know, prime minister. And he also was in TNA and various other groups. And he knows his way around the wrestling ring. So trust me when I tell you, dude. It'd be wise not to, you know, just make Joe even more angry because you saw firsthand he knocked you around the ring like a rag doll and then he choked you out like one. So just, you know, just a fair warning. I'm not saying, you know, lightning can strike, lightning cannot be kept in a bottle, but it's a very slim chance that Mustafa Ali is going to get one up on Joe. And as soon as I say that, watch. That's the Royal Rumble. He'll eliminate Joe, probably. I don't know. Very well, possibly true on that. And then, uh, I think this one. Vince McMahon wanted to have a face-to-face between AJ Styles, and he calls himself the new Daniel Bryan. I kind of laughed, because AJ does have a point. You didn't pedal your bike to the arena, he said. You probably flew on the same plane I did just to get here. And of course, Very Mr. True. McMahon was getting irritated. Yeah, Mr. McMahon was getting irritated. Granny, I was laughing. 
He goes, no, that damn it, get in the ring. And then, of course, when AJ ran in the ring after Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan took the chairman and put him in front and then hit the running knee on AJ and proceeded to exit the arena in Wichita, which it doesn't surprise me, Granny. It was kind of funny. AJ, he kind of turned it around on Daniel. He goes, you know what? There's a word for you, Daniel. The crowd's trying to look for it, and he goes, fickle. That was great. Reverse psychology. Okay. So I actually had a couple of good, very good friends that were at SmackDown up there. They had posted some pictures on Facebook. Uh, she used to be a uh, news reporter here in Northwest Arkansas, and her husband also worked for um, the same TV station, and that's how they actually met and got married. And then they moved back to Wichita. Um, she's uh, Lane is originally from the town I lived in in Kansas growing up. Um, we're both from the same area. So, um, yeah, her and her family, her husband, Adam, and two wonderful kids um, moved back to uh, Wichita here um, about a year ago, I guess it was. And sure hated to see her go, but um looks like they had an awesome time last night. So... The SmackDown Live has always been a bundle of joy, man. It's always a good time. <clears throat> the blue brand, as I like to say. Um, so you had Carmella and Truth, and then Charlotte. Uh, they were talking to each other in the back about the 30 women Royal Rumble and how Carmella's number 30. I don't know, Granny, it really doesn't make a bit of difference because I think Trish Stratus was one of the last entrants for the Women's Royal Rumble. And Asuka ended up winning that last year, so now she's champion. It's kind of a delayed knee-jerk reaction. I don't care. Just happy she's champion. Um, so Samoa Joe, after that bit, he, like I said, he tapped out Mustafa Ali because he just completely dis- or dissected Mustafa Ali. Good kid, uh, great talent, but, dude, like I said, there's certain guys you really don't want to make mad. And Joe is one of them. So, there's that. Then Rey Mysterio versus Andrade seeing all this. It was a great match. Joe interrupted, and then, out of nowhere, Randy Orton's RKO, when Joe was saying, this is what's going to happen at the Royal Rumble. I think I haven't seen Randy in quite some time, and when we finally did, he made impact. So, could it be Randy Orton being a three-time winner of the Royal Rumble because Stone Cold Steve Austin is the only other superstar to win three? And as Todd Phil or as Corey Grace says, the other snake in wrestling history, the the Viper, Randy Orton, will he win it? We don't know, and that's the beauty about Royal Rumble, folks, is you don't know who's going to win the Rumble. So that's, that's why true. I'm kind of looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I like that. I like the feeling of not being, <clears throat> not having people say, well, Dave Meltzer said, and Granny, this is a guy that I dislike with a passion because wrestling fans that read his shit, more power to you, but I don't, I don't like him because he takes the magic away from the performers that go in that ring and out of that ring. So, 
Very true. This Sunday, so and of course, you know, yeah, we all have our favorites who we would like to see win, but oh, yeah. none of us are mind readers. Like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, but um, you know, AJ Styles is going to win, or Charlotte's going to win. I mean, you know, like I so said, we all have our favorites who we would like to see win, but that does not mean that our favorite WWE superstar is going to make it all the way through to the very end of the Rumble. And see, there's a lot of interesting things going on, Granny, because they're grooming uh, women's tag teams in NXT as well. I I noticed tonight on NXT, I'm going to get to them. First, I'm going to get to the uh, NXT UK side of things. Pete Dunne basically said, you know, last night in Blackpool, I proved that I this is still my kingdom. And, of course, Joe Coffey comes out. This is still my kingdom, blah, 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 blah. I was like, if I had subtitles to understand how a Scotsman sounds, not to say that I can't, because I understand Drew McIntyre. Of course, sometimes I have to get a translator out for him and, and Boren Corbin. Uh, of course, <laughs> you know, it, it, the translator always says, boring as hell. A species known <laughs> as Baron Corbin. You know, I mean, yeah, they used to have them pocket translators that used to say words when you put it in. That's what Siri's mm-hmm. for. But, you know, folks, here's the deal. So Gallus came out, Joe Coffey blabbed. And then Walter, the Austrian nightmare is what they call him. This dude, you one look at him, Granny, and you're like, wow. <laughs> the English version of Bill Goldberg, because this man just tears apart. He tears apart everyone. He's a monster. And uh, then Ramsey, you know, introduced Sid Scala, said, well, they're going to have a World Collide tournament at TakeOver Phoenix, which is going to be awesome. It's going to be a combination of a bunch of different uh, brands or people from around the world in NXT facing off in a tournament with one another. Then you had Zach Gibson and James Drake, who basically snubbed Ramsey, or not Ramsey, but Sid Scala, saying, well, you want to, you didn't want to interview us back then. Why should you interview us now? Uh, snobs. Mustache Mountain was interviewed about them trying to get their uh, UK uh, be the first ever UK tag team champions. Then you had Eddie Dennis versus Jamie Ahmet. Eddie Dennis won. And you had Jordan Devlin versus Travis Banks, which. I'm so glad. Well, no, actually, I know I'm not. It was a double count out. wasn't really satisfied with that. They actually shortened it, Granny. Finally, instead of doing two, two NXT UK shows, they just had one. Thank God. Because, wow. yeah, they, I'm glad Hunter's, you know, expanding the brand, no offense. But having to watch two shows when you're like, well, why can't they just do one taping? And air it next week, which is I'm assuming what they're they are doing. So there's that, folks. And then you got um, the NXT stateside. They had Ricochet, you know, the preview for his North American Championships. He's walking into the building, and then you see Velveteen Dream. I think, Granny, it'd be cool. I'm probably gonna send you a few matches of Velveteen Dream. This kid is. By far one of the most entertaining superstars I've seen in a while come through NXT. Um, but he's he 
he had a challenge of sorts, and then Bobby Fish, and of course Adam Cole from Undisputed has to interrupt the party. And I found it <laughs> funny when he goes, Bobby Fish says, "You need to challenge someone worthy in the ring," and so Velveteen's response was, "Yeah, I accept your challenge if it's okay with Adam." That was great. Oh my lord, I about I about died laughing when he said that, and then. Uh, you had Matt Riddle's preview because he's going to face Cassius Ono this Saturday at NXT TakeOver Phoenix. You had Orny Lorcan and Danny Burch versus Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel from NXT UK. Uh, Orny Lorcan and Danny Burch won that match. It was a very good back-and-forth match. Then you had Aleister Black and the Ciampa promo for the NXT, uh, NXT Championship this Saturday TakeOver Phoenix. Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane versus Amber Nova and Tanea Brooks. Of course, Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane won. You saw some little interaction between Rena Shafir and Yasmin Duke. Shayna Baszler's cohorts are basically her four, one of yeah two out of the four horsewomen basically. Ah, Velveteen Dream versus Bobby Fish. Very good match. Velveteen ended up pulling one out of the hat. Oh, yes, my personal favorite. So, Johnny Gargano, Granny, he hasn't won a championship in NXT in two and a half, three years. He was an NXT tag team champion with Tommaso Ciampa. So, Ricochet, who is defending his North American championship, decides to come out. And he, he calls Johnny Gargano out, calls him a liar, says he's selfish, and he's always been about him. Then Gargano says, I, I used to be you. I used to think for the people, but I'm not anymore. Blah, blah, blah. Let's get to the good shit, people. So, as usual, when Gargano comes, he said, "I would the old me would have rushed the ring and probably beat the holy hell out of you. Well... It still kind of was the old him, which is kind of funny. Gargano and Ricochet ended up in a brawl. Go fucking figure. Then Ciampa came out to help. And then Aleister Black came out because they are facing each other this Saturday, folks, in Phoenix. That was that. So, you know, folks, let's get to the title here on Off the Rails and Censored Part 2. A rumble to remember... Supercard at the Garden equals wrestling fan heaven. Yes. A rumble to remember because they said, they, corporate said, we are giving the fans what they want. Now, I don't know what that interprets, whoever wins the Royal Rumble, but, gee, I don't know. I'm just content to see a show in which I don't know what's going to happen because that's how I like it. I, I would like to be... A, you know, a surprise on or you know, have something happen that we didn't expect to happen. Like, who is going to enter the Royal Rumble? We don't know. Because speaking of which, uh, reports have been cited that Dolph Ziggler, Mike Kanellis, Maria Kanellis, they are leaving WWE. You know, wish them the best of luck in their future endeavors. We, I don't know. I'm not we, but. When I read that, or when I read that Ziggler was leaving, I was like, man, he was a great guy. Except for one problem, um, you know, 
all elite wrestling is just to there uh, and the revival for that matter. You know, sometimes Granny, some people are successful on one level, but that doesn't define who they are. So, like, I don't care where these guys and gals go as long as they have success, man. That's all I wish them because it's not good to say, well, good riddance, you know, don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. That's not what I'm about. I uh, I like Dolph Ziggler's performance. It's a shame he won't be in the Rumble. But um, That's true. Uh, you know, it is what it is, folks. Wrestling is a constant wheel that, you know, it's a wheel that keeps turning. If you're just the spoke on the wheel, you can easily be replaced. I'm not saying... Dolph Ziggler, you know, he was compared to uh, guys like Shawn Michaels, or Billy Gunn. It is what it is, folks. Supercard, oh man, that's gonna feature a lot of good shit. Ring of Honor. It's my first, my very first Ring of Honor show, and I'm excited. Uh, Marty Scurll will know what, who his opponents are, whether it be Jack Gresham <coughs> or Mr. Chris Hans or whatever. And part of it's gonna be on the 26th in. San Antonio, so it's going to be a back-and-forth watching party. My roommate's sick enough, Granny, to have one TV with Ring of Honor and one TV with WWE NXT. I'm like, well, I guess I can have a super headache and have a migraine the size of Texas, New York, and California, you asshole. But um, he's like, well, you don't want a party? I said, no, 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 I do. I don't mind the free food that Vinny brings. To watch and you know eat at this party, but I gotta say, folks, if you don't think wrestling heaven is you know being able to say, man, we've got a plethora of variety, including NXT main roster and Ring of Honor, you gotta be in fucking insane. <clears throat> That's like saying you don't want your team to go all the way to a championship. You gotta be batshit out of your mind. To say, well, wrestling is, you know, it's, it's you know, the same as it always is. Come the fuck on. It's much better than what it was or where it was last year at this point. Because last year, Granny's slobber was so bad, I had to get off my, or, you know, I had to get off my ass, get in my canoe and paddle. Because Boren Corbin was putting her to sleep and Lesnar was making Granny so mad. Like I said, I had to get a, a dog leash and my Granny, heal. Do not kill Lesnar. <laughs> not true, fans, but, yeah, well, Boring Corbin was putting me to sleep, but um, he's exaggerating a little bit there, but, you know, <laughs> it's all in good fun. It's I, all in good fun, people, because, you know, like he said yesterday afternoon, starting in February, Granny is only going to be going to one day a week, and that's going to be Tuesday afternoons, which, with the way my schedule is going to be coming up, for the next probably year or so, it's probably a good thing that I'm only going to be doing one day a week. So, cause I'm not going to have time to be doing a whole bunch of other things going, you know, wrestling related. So, but it's, it's okay. You know, it's okay. I'm good with that. Well, I'm so. 
Yes, folks. I love Granny to pieces because she's been a blessing, you know, for this show. And it's because, you know, when you try and do this by yourself, it kind of gets stressful, which I'm going to touch on a little bit. Buckle up, folks. It's time to get inside my head. So enter at your own risk. Enter with a caution sign. Don't slip on the fucking floor. But it is my brain, folks, so get ready to enter. Buckle up. Keep all hands and feet inside the ride at all times. I am not responsible for offending you or making you have intrigue or interest. Dig it. Look in my eyes. What do you see? The Okay, so lately it says, ah, uh, yeah, Haskins. Never mind, I got his name wrong. Be Haskins or Gresham's. Oh, yes, Flip Gordon tore his MCL. So that sucks because some people know what it's like to be injured in wrestling. You want to bang your head against glass, or in my big brother's case, probably pound the fist through a wall. Because Kurt scares me a lot sometimes, but you know, <laughs> I think I think Kurt scares a lot of people sometimes. <laughs> Not just you. I, but, <laughs> I used to manage Kurt, although it feels like I said it. It feels like I've become. A traveling agent of sorts, and that's not a bad thing because he keeps me active. I get to see him in action. I get to see him suplex the world. Um, so yeah, I know the injury in wrestling sucks ass, but for those of us who have been through it, yeah, put your nose to the grindstone. I hate to sound like an asshole, but injuries suck in wrestling, and a lot of people like Tommaso Ciampa and Matt Riddle. Well, maybe not Matt Riddle. They've been hurt. They come back. They make the most of it. And they kick ass and they take names. So, a rumble to remember, Supercard at the Garden, and Wrestling Fan Heaven. I don't think I've ever seen so much advertisement, Granny, for wrestling in New York in quite some time since the 80s and 90s. Uh, in the early 2000s, because when I lived in New York, wrestling has <clears> always <throat> been advertised, like on the billboards when you, you get on the train, you go through Manhattan, of course you're going to see WrestleMania advertisements or every day on the radio, every day at work, you know, I see MetLife, they're getting, they're getting ready for it, because I guarantee you folks, April's going to be here soon, so allow me to elaborate, the East Coast when it comes to wrestling, um, oh my goodness, the passion, the passion, the, you know, there's passion everywhere for wrestling fans, but uh, particularly in the, on the coast. I can tell you from going to the, fir- like, the first WrestleMania 29, Granny, was just, I mean, it's just like being a kid in the candy store with the key in your pocket and you lock the door. <clears throat> 
Yep. Well, and by, by WWE, you know, stating they're going to give us, give the fans what we want, that's kind of bringing that magic back to so many of us that love this sport, you know. I mean, we're like, wow, you know, they, they're listening to finally what we've been trying to say all along. And so that magic is coming back, you know, like, and that's exciting. I mean, that's very exciting. Because you want to believe in something. And there's so much, like I said, folks, for us wrestling fans, this is our moment in which we grew up with guys like Rowdy Rowdy Piper, Hackstall Jim Duggan, Ultimate Warrior Hulk Hogan, all those, you know, the names that, make you want to watch the show or wanted to watch the show. Uh, Legion of Doom. <sighs> Jeff Jarrett, Owen Hart, Razor Ramon, Diesel, Earthquake, Bobby the Brain Heenan, you know, Gorilla Monsoon, Mr. Perfect, Lex Luger. I mean, some names that, okay, bring you to be like, wow, this guy can really move like he did. Like, okay, Bam Bam Bigelow, I guess. I haven't heard anything official, but he's been announced or was about to be announced to be in the Hall of Fame, possibly. But, Granny, I'm going to say it. If Owen doesn't make it into the fucking Hall of Fame, I'm going to tell you guys right now, it's been years since his death in Kansas City. It's been years, and I love you to death, Diane, but you need to let go because Owen cannot be replaced. I get it, but his legacy needs to be remembered. That's all I'm going to say. That's true. That's very true. You cannot. I mean, it's easy for me to say on an outsider's position. Fans have been saying it for years. It gets dragged into the mud, but honestly, folks, Benoit, forgive and forget, yes, something terrible happened. And yes, there's a lot of fucking conspiracies that go behind it. But son of a bitch, dude. Wait, those two that I you, just, you, those two that just, you bring ahead, up huh? a very, oh, you bring up a very good point because actually, you know, I had seen something on Facebook about Natalia talking about um, Davy Boy Smith, you know, um, the British Bulldog, you know, about, being in the Hall of Fame, and one of my friends, you know, well, what about Owen? And I said, well, you know, maybe someday Owen will be there. And another one of my wrestling friends, uh, you know, on Facebook, you know, said, had brought up about, you know, Owen's widow, you know, from keeping him from getting into the Hall of Fame. And you bring up a very good point. I mean, yes, it's sad that he's gone, you know, but like you said, he needs to be remembered, and what a better way than to remember his memory than getting him inducted into the w, you know WWE Hall of Fame. He deserves that. He deserves that just as much I, as anybody else does. Granny, I had the privilege of uh, meeting Owen at my birthday because Brett was supposed to be the one to show up, but because of a prior booking. Owen was the only one available of the hearts. 
And as a child, that's why I guess I started cheering for the bad guys was because Owen gave me a hug because I was crying. I was like, I expected Brett. I wanted Brett. And he said, but I'm here. And I looked at him like he was crazy. I said, but you're not Brett. And he started laughing. He goes, <laughs> I'm somebody. And Owen, Owen made me feel like a million bucks because I started thinking at seven years old, I was like, he's not my favorite heart, but he does make <clears> me laugh. That's what I told my dad. I said, he makes me laugh, Dad. And when Owen, I saw him in Kansas City when he was supposedly supposed to win the Intercontinental Championship um, against the Godfather. I was there May 23rd, 1999, over the edge in your house pay-per-view. I was there at Kemper Arena. I We cheered because we didn't know that he had passed. Um, so I got to tell you, and to prove who I'm talking about, it was a match between Hardcore Holly and Al Snow, the match before. And they cut the broadcast out. They continued the show. So I know, this, you know, the title says a rumble to remember Supercard at the Garden. Well, the reason why I say that is, folks, is because Rumble starts Mania season. At Mania, they better, better, as God is my witness, or, you know, whoever, whatever you believe, Owen Hart better be in that Hall of Fame because he got pleas from Jeff Jarrett. Last year at Hall of Fame, he got pleas from Mark Henry. I believe he also got pleas from, you know, Edge and Christian or Jeff Jarrett. One of his really good friends said he needs to he needs to go in because they let Jeff Jarrett, you know, Jim Cornette was the one who introduced him. Actually, no, that wasn't true. Um, there are several people, I believe, that had said at the Hall of Fame in 2017 or 2018 that – this needs to happen. So that's all I'm going to say on that matter because I'm getting a lot of messages saying, why are you talking about the Hall of Fame? I said, well, Hall of Fame is a pretty big deal, man. It's just like uh, any other athletic Hall of Fame that tells wrestlers your legacy is remembered. It's not forgotten, and that's why it's special. Very true. Because what if Kurt Gannon or Jaden Lee or any of the guests I interview end up in the Hall of Fame and people say, well, nobody remembers uh, that person. Well, to me, that's kind of an insult uh, to professional wrestlers who sacrifice their time away from family and friends. As I've seen discussions, Granny, on my, on my Instagram on Wrestle underscore radio, and some of the things that were said were, nobody remembers this person. Well, Guys, they do. It's just depends on which superstar we're talking about. They still have a matter of merit. Like, let's say Marty Gennetti makes it into the Hall of Fame. Sure, he's done some nasty stuff, but who hasn't? But he's a part of the Rockers, you know, one of the most. That's right. You know, you know one of the duos that we all, Granny and I, remember from the mid-'80s and part of the early-'90s. Mm-hmm. And some say, well, some make jokes about it, like, well, he was the better of the two because of their hatred for Shawn Michaels. But they said, look, 
he was an intricate part, you know, just like Jeff and Matt Hardy. Some say, will Jeff be better off with Matt? You'd have to be insane. They they both complement each other in a in a different kind of way. That's right. So what I was going to talk to you all about, uh, yeah, what's up, USK? What's up, Canada, Latvia, Indonesia, Australia, Tokyo? What's up, Mexico City? How's it going? I just want to say the following, a rumble to remember, because it's been a minute. Last year, we did have a great uh, Royal Rumble. It was amazing. Shinsuke and Asuka were the winners of that year. This year, it's kind of out in the open. I don't know who's going to win, but whomever wins, Godspeed, man, because that person gets an opportunity at WrestleMania. Also, folks, I know I haven't covered much of Ring of Honor as of late, but I know that Jay Lethal's the current NWA World Heavyweight Champion. I know that Jeff Cobb is the TV champion. I also know that Marty Scroll gets a Pick Your Poison match. I'm looking forward to that And it's my first show At the Garden that I know Is gonna Well don't you know the whole I was like dude it's a different date And by the way Those of you wanting to know how you can get tickets To that They're sold out Ring of Honor actually sold out a long time ago You had to be on a waiting list My friend luckily works for Madison Square Garden So Got you know he had to pay a hefty fine, but he he made it, so all is good with that department. So how can you not say it's not wrestling heaven? Some people are cynics. I tell you, wrestling heaven could be different. Like I know Granny's wrestling heaven includes you know the Miz serenading her and uh, the fact that. Uh, <laughs> Well, I'm not so sure about that, but, you know, okay, whatever, B-Train, I mean, yeah, you know, whatever, I mean. You know, in Granny's Top Ten, her one of her favorite, you know, her number one shows tied with Letterman and, and then uh, Jay Leno has to be a moment of bliss because Granny secretly said to me, she says, now don't go telling anyone this, but I, I love a moment of bliss. No, I don't. <laughs> You're telling light. You're telling stories again, B Train. You're you're sp- you're spreading that fertilizer. You know that's what I tell. That's what I tell a very good friend of me and my husband's. You know, I said you're spreading that fertilizer. You know, you're you're telling stories, and I'm not a big Alexa Bliss fan. You know, now that that would be like that would be like big swing. I mean, because he loves Alexa Bliss. He loves Edge. I mean, that's you know, Alexa Bliss is his is his favorite woman in WWE, I think, you know, but that's, that's okay. I mean, I'm not even sure how he would react if he, if he even bumped into Alexa Bliss, he, he would probably be, I don't know if he would be speechless. I don't know. I don't know what he would do. Really. I, I don't know what Big Swing would do if he ever bumped into Alexa Bliss. I mean, I think he would be actually in shock. So. (laughs) But yes, folks, Wrestling, you know, like we seldom, like back, some people ask me, why don't you just keep watching it? I said, look, I watch a variety of wrestling. It's called My Big Brother's Wrestling because everywhere Kurt goes, I'm like the little brother that will follow and support. So for uh, New Breed, uh, WFC, 
Um, he's, you know, overdrive, and he just got booked to be in the Battle Royal uh, for Billy Gunn's show, May the 4th, be with him. So I, uh, like I said, a lot of big things are happening for Mr. Gannon. And I I tend to watch Revolver here and there. I will watch Evolve. I watch, of course, NXT, NXT UK. But like you said, man, it's just amazing to me how people can be still cynical about this thing we call professional wrestling. I used to be guilty of doing that because what they were showing us allowed me to be cynical, if you will. And that, it got old, man. Granny and I were singing the same old song of, will Lesnar ever show his fucking ass up to the goddamn show? So far, I think they've been putting a fucking, or lighting a fire under his ass because this Sunday, I'm going to pray that Finn Balor takes that freaking title away from that loser because... Loser as in Lesnar. You make $12.5 million, my friend, and you can barely fuck show up to shows. You showed up a grand total of 22 times last year. That's that's amazing to me how you still have a paycheck, or amazing to Granny and I how you still had a job. Mm -hmm. So this Sunday, we'll hope for the best. Good luck to Finn Balor. Good luck to AJ Styles. They're cra- uh, I misspoke on the last show because at Elimination Chambers, when they will crown the first ever women's tag team champions. That's right. So I'm excited to see who's going to be a part of that um, for Raw and SmackDown Live. Although I do <clears throat> find it funny that uh, speaking of Alexa Bliss, during a moment of bliss, her show turned into complete and utter chaos again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Granny, I'm excited because at the Rumble sets the stage for what we, you know, we like to call WrestleMania season. And if Finn Balor becomes Universal Champion, that truly will be the David Goliath story. I kind of had to laugh at, at Vince Monday night. Um, you know, <laughs> the he was talking to the WWE Universe about um, fairy tale. You know, I get. I guess you all must believe in fairy tales. You know, I don't believe in fairy tales, and that's what he was saying. He didn't believe in fairy tales. Well, you know, that's okay, Vince. You know, we believe what you want to believe. You know, but. Um, I I just really I, I I'm like you I I hope that Finn Balor takes that belt away from Lesnar and and makes him the true champion again because technically he never lost that belt because he got injured he he was stripped of the title because of an injury so technically he never ever lost that belt so if anybody deserves a chance for a number one contendership. It should be Finn Balor, you know. So I, I completely agree because I saw, I saw um, the match between him and Strowman, 
Let me tell you guys, Finn Balor is five seven, five eight. I, I met him before at an autograph signing in Pasadena, Texas, uh, last year, right before Survivor Series. Finn's one of the nicest dudes you'll ever meet, and he asked me, he goes, "Why you look? You look rough." And I said, uh, "Yeah." Just got into a minor fender bender before the signing. He goes, oh, lad, I hope everything works out. He took a picture with me, signed my autograph, and he was nice, you know, very nice guy for a brief meeting, you know. But like I said, I hope... I would like to meet Finn Balor. I mean, I, I would like to meet Finn Balor, you know. I would, I would love that. I mean, because I, I like Finn Balor, and I think he's pretty awesome. So I would... I. Maybe Granny will have the opportunity to be able to get to meet Ben Balor someday. That's on my bucket list. <laughs> like I said, folks, I, I pray that the main one of the main events on Sunday, aside from the 30-man Royal Rumble, uh, the fact that we <clears throat> don't know who's going to be involved is all the more greater. But like I said, the title matches, the tag team titles will be on the line this Sunday for SmackDown Live. Um since the Revival's departing, I don't know who's going, who the Raw Tag Team Champions are going to defend against. They do have the Ascension. They do have a variety. But, Granny, I, I say this. I think the Tag Team should also have a, a Royal Rumble as well because if it's just the Universal and World Championship that they get an opportunity from and also the women with SmackDown Live or Raw, Whenever they choose, I think that the tag team champions should be on notice as well because it kind of gets boring just seeing the same old shit at WrestleMania with just the world champion, you know, getting a target painted on their back because the Royal Rumble winner gets to choose who they want to face. That's true. I mean, the tag team champions, they need a fire went under their ass because, okay, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, very good, very solid tag team. Then you have uh, Sheamus and Cesaro, the bar. He's the bar. You know, we are we are the bar, so whatever. Sounds like a Geico commercial. <laughs> I mean, sometimes... It'd be nice if they spiced up the tag division just a smidgen. I didn't, you know, understand why McIntyre and Ziggler won last year, even though they had never, well, they just picked the bones, if you will, from Rollins getting abandoned by Ambrose, which brings me to this. Lashley is the Intercontinental Champion. Does anybody notice? No offense. I mean... Is this what I'm going to touch base on just a little bit? Lashley's a great competitor. He's a very good guy. It's just, I'm sorry, my friend, but why? Why did you, I mean, is there something that we're not understanding? Is is it because of schedule between Ambrose and Renee that we're missing out on? Is there something going on? We don't know, and I don't care. What I do care about, though, is the timing. Like, how how in the hell does Lashley being an Intercontinental Champion make sense in the time frame? 
if you guys would have waited till Rumble, that would have made perfect fucking sense. That's the only nitpick I have is the the championship does not make sense on him at all. No. And so you're absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, you you have Ambrose win it, and you not really. The booking has nothing to do with that. <clears throat> it's the timing, folks. The timing of him. Well. We're gonna put like no one even not no offense. Some people are like, well, I think it was perfect. I think Lashley's great for you know great fit for a champion. I I agree to disagree. Well, actually, I disagree. When you have an intercontinental champion that does not get you any attention whatsoever, I'm hoping Rollins takes it back because no offense, dude, you're a great superstar, but. I get as much entertainment from that as watching something on TV that bores me to fucking tears. No offense. So, anyways, let's go back to the title. A rumble to remember, a supercard at the Garden, and equals wrestling fans having it. For us, for us New Yorkers, it's going to be heaven because I can just tell you right now, What's going on before the Yankees or Mets are playing is the fact that we get a shit ton of live shows come our way. But when it comes to Ring of Honor, NXT, possibly New Japan maybe coming our way, which is super exciting, I can tell you I've been to a few Ring of Honor shows, Granny, in, in Philadelphia. Amazing, amazing talent. Marty Scroll, Hangman Page, Joey Janela, Cody Rhodes, um, Travis Lip Gordon, Speedy Recovery, dude. Speedy Recovery, that is. But um, what I'm trying to say, folks, is enjoy, have fun, just live in the moment because you never know when life can hit you in the face and be like, holy shit, you know, I got to grow up. Which in my case is never so. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're just a big kid, V Train. I'm just like, dude. I, I'm not like Shawn Michaels, but you, like he said, you have to enjoy what you know what you're going through now. Because maybe thinking, oh man, I'm gonna suffer, 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 and I'm never gonna have fun and enjoy my life. Well, folks. That depends. You get what you take out of this. So, what I'm going to suggest is, if you don't think it's wrestling heaven, I got three choice. You know, good old Brian Rails. If you didn't like what I said tonight, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it because wrestling will always be my therapy, Granny's therapy, those who love wrestling's therapy. So, I mean, I guarantee you that Granny lived in, in New York with little Brian Rails or B-Train. Trust me, she'd be going to all kinds of shows. She'd be having a blast. <laughs> I would be. <laughs> I, I would be. Terrorizing managers by singing the Beatles, you know, and then... I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be saying. I would. I might be. I might be terrorizing managers by by talking smack to them, but I wouldn't be singing to them. 
but you know, um, before before I sign off here, uh, I just you know I wanted to give a shout out to my son Anthony Watkins. Um, His birthday was well, actually yesterday now because it's it's Thursday morning here in Arkansas, but. His birthday was January 23rd. He turned 32 years old. He had a very good birthday. Um, spent some time with him um, for his birthday. And uh, so I just want to give a shout out and a big old happy birthday to to my son, you know. So we love you, Anthony. And, you know, and I know you had a, hope you had a great day, you know, on your birthday. So it's so hard to believe that. My baby just turned 32 years old. I mean, I, mean, I was 25 wow. when I had. Well, I was 25 years old when I had Anthony, and and he was he was a special. You know, God gave me a very special baby boy back in 1987. You know, and my well, marriage was not the best. My marriage was not the best thing, you know, my first marriage was not the best thing, but, you know, and I was a single mom for 23 and a half years, and yes, he he is mentally challenged, you know, he has, you know, mental issues, you know, but he has worked out through a lot of those, and he's doing the best that he could do, you know, trying to live on his own, so I admire him for that, so... With that being well, said, um, go ahead, B-Train, go ahead. Uh, yeah, Anthony, if he's listening, happy birthday, my friend. Go Raiders and go Yankees, Granny's favorite, favorite teams. No, 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 but that's beside the point. So, <laughs> so I guess I guess it's my turn to say what. And if you didn't like what Granny Hulkster has to say, what you're going to do when Granny Hulkster goes crazy on you? All right, folks, that does it. I got to go to the diner with my roommate. We're going to eat some burgers and curly fries. So, yeah, I got to go. Good night. Thank you, Granny, so much. She will You're be welcome. with us on Tuesday. Yes, she will be with us on Tuesdays. And if you don't like that, well, then free choice words for you again. Forget about it. Thank you, Granny. You're welcome. Good night, everybody. Good night. Take it. <laughs> Personality, the cultural personality.